How many secrets do you have up here? A lot. Let's go. Today I am taking Nick to church. You are a white. Yeah. So is this something new for you? Every time Corinne walks into a store, it's like Christmas morning to the people who are working at the store. I'm totally getting this headband. Ayla, Ayla, you can eliminate in the dressing room. The dressing room is your holy ground. He asked the other parents the same thing. I think that would be a game changer. Yeah. And what was his answer? Yes. Welcome to We Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And it was hometown week last week. Um, I always like hometowns because I feel like all season we've kind of gotten this, you know, somewhat of an impression of all these people, obviously, but you, and you kind of wonder, like, what they would be like in a more normal environment for them. And this kind of takes them out of this artificial world. I mean, obviously, with still has the cameras, yeah. but puts them in a little bit more normal context. And then you can kind of see, like, have they just been playing up this this sort of persona or like like are they really like this I always like that and I always think and I don't know what you what you would do but I always think what would I do if I were taking someone back to my hometown for this because you have to plan out this whole day right and you want to give them this like best experience of your hometown and I was thinking about this and I know it's like next to impossible to do but I was like I think it'd be really cool to take them to like the space and rocket center because we're from Huntsville Alabama yeah um, and do all the simulations that would kind of be like the flashy I think I could see them doing that yeah because it would give them kind of almost a platform to promote their program right See, you're thinking like a little bit beyond what I was thinking, which is I just want to go eat chips and salsa at this Mexican restaurant in our hometown. Well, and I was going to say that obviously after the simulation, because I mean, we, we saw from uh, their little gravity plane, whatever that they did with um, Nick and Vanessa, that, um, you know, mixing some of that kind of stuff. Uh, could, could could make someone's stomach upset, obviously. So you would do the simulations and then go to the Mexican restaurant. Yes. So that would be my ideal. Or... Or if it was someone who was very nature-centric, um, there's a really nice um, trail up on the mountain, like close to where we're, where our house was that we grew up in. Um, All right. So could do, well, like, I hiking. guess we, like, we got it set, right? Like, so, right. So I, if we ever get divorced and go on The right? Bachelor at the elderly age of, uh, you know, being over 30, which is... Yeah, which is just ancient. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, but I just, I was curious, I was just thinking about it, which is funny because, so also this week, you know, being hometowns, I came into work and um, my coworker Grace was like, you know, what did you um, think about hometowns? And we were chatting and I said, you know what? I said, but hometown dates like Ravens make me a little crazy because people look at that and that's what they think. They think being from Alabama, they think that's what our life is like. And I'm like, I had never ridden on an ATV until I went to um, Aruba and um, my other two friends from Alabama decided that they wanted to go ATVing. And I was like, I am not driving this thing. I'll hang out in the back, but this terrifies me. I think they're scary. I've yeah. always been terrified of them. I don't trust yeah. them. I mean, I And then look, like uh, Britney Spears, her sister's kid was like almost killed riding one in the last week or so they're dangerous people they're creepy stay off the atvs they creep me out um yeah but i mean definitely we don't roll around in the mud i've never rolled around in the mud in my life <laughs> i mean the closest it got was the same atv ride where i i look like i look like a different person i was so dirty <laughs> yeah was dust i was like what is going on but um 
you know, and the whole thing with, like, what were they, like, grain? I mean, not to skip ahead to Raven State, but it kind of plays into the Well, that's really where it started. We didn't really have much. Was she the first? The yeah, I guess. She, right? Yeah, she was the first. She was the first. Okay, then I feel like I'm going in order, I guess. But, um, you are, you are. But, like, they, they go to, like, the, what is it, the grain silos or whatever those storage units are where, like, she takes them up the side of the ladder. That's um, where you go if you want to make a wish or something. What was their, what was their hokey little explanation for it? It says somewhere you go to talk about, like, they, they, she was saying that you go to talk about, like, serious things or something. I was trying to understand how she was sure. slanting it. I was like, this is very strange. Um, so we definitely, I've never, I, I, that, that's terrifying to me. I would never know. And then I like, then we have the police that show up. And at first I thought that was all staged. And then you're like, oh, I mean, it's still staged, but oh, it's I brother. knew it was staged, Surprise. but I didn't know it was their brother. So I guess they got me there. <laughs> yeah, I was already like rolling my eyes. And I'm like, okay, well, at least it's connected to her family, I guess. But come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I, I always think it's interesting when they, I mean, I feel like this happens all the time. When the contestants are like, you know, I've only brought one other person home, or I've never brought anyone home, and it's like, oh, let's do it on TV. I know it's like you're starting now. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like let's bring someone home who's probably like probably your family's never going to see again, right? Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Um, and then we have this serious conversation about her dad and how he's now cancer free, which was yeah, it's a really like. It was a sweet, like, emotional moment, but, like... It was. It's a little crazy to break that on a hometown yeah. date in front of everybody. Like, she didn't know, and she's going to find out then. I, I guess they found out maybe while she was gone. I guess so. And he thought it would be a nice surprise, but... I mean, and it was, but it was, like, I felt I felt kind of weird being in the room for that conversation, you know? <laughs> yeah, serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I guess, I mean... I guess you have to look at it like they've had no communication with her. If this did, in fact, happen while she's been gone, they've had no communication with her. They won't be having communication with her for the foreseeable future. So I guess it's their one window yeah. to her. So, I mean, I guess when you look at it from that way, maybe okay. But still, it's... I, I did notice. So, I, you know, on a lot of the hometowns, I don't know. I think we probably talked about it before. They all seem to have a good amount of money, the people on the show. Like, when they go back to the hometowns, they all have pretty nice houses. Yeah. Um, Raven had, like, kind of a normal house, and then you go inside, and it looked like they staged it, and I think that they did. Yeah, I think they did, too. Yeah. But, I mean, put, putting their best foot forward, I guess, but... Um, couldn't help uh, Chase out last year when they went to his dad's and the, the staircase no wasn't done. They yeah. couldn't put in a railing real quick, but they can redecorate all of Raven's house. <laughs> well, and I mean, because um, Topher and I are looking at houses right now, and like we keep looking at some that you would need to adjust the railing and stuff, and we've been mm -hmm. talking about how inexpensive that is, so I feel like in the grander scheme of things that ABC should have sprung for that, just saying. Yeah, it's, it's it doesn't cost a lot. It would Maybe they just thought it would be funny to leave in the background. <laughs> You know what would be really? I never know what they're up to there. What would be really funny is like one day they go to someone's hometown and it turns out their parents are hoarders. That yes. Would be, right. Hoarders meets bachelor. <laughs> that would be really. That would be pretty funny. They would definitely not go to their house. They would go to like a family member's house. They'd be like, "How about we go here? This can be your house. Your house in quotations for the day." <laughs> Oh, well, they do that a lot. Um, there have been other occasions where they pretend it's somebody's house and then they go to somebody else's house. Like, I think that um, because Rachel's dad is a judge, they couldn't film at their house. Right. So they were filming at her sister's house. Well, yeah, we'll get to her in a minute. I don't. I was about to say something about that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was even which makes sense. I mean, at least it's somewhat in the family, so it feels 
It feels yeah, like that's not a stretch, that's but just I think a random house. And I think last season, weren't they pretending that something was uh, not not last? Was it last season? Ben's, I guess, was technically the last season of The Bachelor. Weren't they pretending yeah. that something was his like vacation house? Oh, maybe I can't remember. I think I so. I think there was a random her. house. But I mean, it's like you know, oh, instead of going to your home, we're gonna like let's just Airbnb something, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> this is our temporary home. Uh, our home is being remodeled or refinished, or you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was very disturbed by all of the rolling around in the muddy water. Absolutely not sexy. No. Not hot. I was concerned that they were gonna get like cholera or some other kind of you know, waterborne disease. Or there could be a live wire. I don't know. Like, my mind goes to that all these too. Weren't they wearing places. mic packs? Do they have, like, waterproof yeah. mic packs or something? I don't or, know. Or do they say, let's take off the mic before we go for a good roll? Like, I don't know. Like, weird. It, it, I feel like they were going for some kind of, like, notebook in the rain, sexy makeout thing, and it just made me very uncomfortable. It just made me and very, I, yeah. I was very worried. <laughs> and I started thinking, I'm like, they're in the middle of Arkansas. Like, where... Like, did they, I guess they took them somewhere to let them, like, shower in between takes or something? It's like, I was thinking logistics. I'm also worried about her hair extensions. So, you, I think she, she has to have hair extensions, right? There's so much hair. I on. believe that she does, yes. Yeah, because I, I look at these people and I'm like, like, I'm trying to let my hair grow out. And some of that stuff, I'm like, how do you, well, well you, you have long hair, crazy long hair. Yeah, I just my hair can't get that long without it getting so damaged. So I just look at it and I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. I do badly need a haircut. Well, I don't know if your baby does this, but Quinn likes to yeah chew, chew on my hair, pull on my hair. It's like fun times they for him. You just grab onto it and you can't get it out. I think that's why everybody gets that mom haircut. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't want it. I refuse. I will have dead ends before I have no hair right now. So Yeah, just wear it in a bun for a while, I yeah. guess, is, is what I'm going to try to do. <laughs> I've been pulling it up a lot more than usual. So maybe I, too, can have Raven-esque hair someday. Can, can. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I thought it was funny. Um, so back to Raven's family. Um her her dad basically says she didn't he didn't expect to like him. I thought that was funny. Um, I thought I'd hate you, but I guess you're okay. <laughs> I guess you're all right. I, I got to be honest that you're going to be a tool, which we all know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, you know he has he says he has faith in Raven's judgment. Um, so because he because Nick proceeds to unlike Ben proceeds to ask them all potentially for her hand. Yes. In marriage, which, I mean. I, I forgot until we started watching this episode and I started thinking about it um, that Ben didn't actually do this. And he, like, Did he not? Well, he asked some of them and he didn't ask all of them and he didn't ask Lauren's parents in particular. Um, which, That's interesting. Which which was – and like, but it makes me wonder – Maybe they just didn't show it the whole but time. I, I feel like he talked about the fact that he didn't ask after. Like, like he, was, he just forgot? I think he got – I'm trying to remember. I think that I think her dad was a little bit like made Ben uncomfortable, so I think he was going to and then backed off because remember it was a friction point. Backed off because um, he was like, "Oh, he's going to say no, or this is going to be awkward." Yeah. And then Lauren got mad about it, right? Do you remember that? I have apparently just blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "This was boring." I don't. It care. was boring. <laughs> I probably just fell asleep. Which, to be fair, at the end, I feel like it, it's not full of, like, the crazy this and that. And I know. I miss the crazy people. The best part about the end of the season is getting to know that the Women Tell All is coming up. Oh, my gosh. We haven't started our Is campaign. it next week? 
I feel it's like the week it, after next. It's the week after next. It's getting yeah. This week they're gonna go. I feel like this is their week where they go to the next location, and he has a yes. bunch of dates. Fantasy then, suites. No, I think isn't this the week before fantasy? No, it's fantasy suite. Is it fantasy suite week? Yeah, because fantasy. Laura, I'm very disappointed in you. Fantasy suite is top three. Right, right, but we're oh, because we're down to. He hasn't dumped anybody yet, but he's going to because we're never going to get a normal rose ceremony. Like this week was just dumb. Like this week, it really there was no excuse. I I mean, I guess we'll get to it at the end, but there was really no reason for it to drag on. I think they've just decided this is fun and this is the new thing for this season. And I mean, and I and I think they've done it. I think Nick has made it easy for them to do this because he keeps skipping rose ceremonies. So they're like, we're just going to pretend it's a cliffhanger, and then surprise, no rose ceremony. Like, you really have to be stingy with the cliffhangers. It has to be worth it. I feel like they've over, like, over abused the privilege. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like you just done this so much. It's not even that you've abused it. You've just like gone beyond like a whole other level. It's just I feel annoying. like they've just lost their cliffhanger privileges. Yeah, it's just okay. Like this one actually said like the to be continued on the screen, didn't it? Yeah. I think it did. Oh yeah, because we have a guest at the end, which. They, and, and so what's funny is they keep, like, doing these cliffhangers, and then if you look at their social channels, they tell you immediately what they are. So it's like, Yeah, I don't know why they're even doing this. I'm so confused with the choices that they're making, and it's making me cranky. It's, it's stuff that is annoying. It ends, it ends each episode on an annoying note, and then they're not really getting any value out of it, so what's the point? The payoff's not good. No. I mean, it's like immediately, I mean, spoiler alert, but whatever. You can, you can find it everywhere. They start talking about, like, what it's like for Andy to come back, and Andy's posting about it on her social channels. I mean, I feel like this isn't really a spoiler because it's yeah. everywhere. Also, I assume she's coming back to talk. I mean, let's just skip ahead and talk about it now because it's like one minute out of the whole show. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm assuming she's coming back to confront Nick over the things that he said about her publicly. Everything uh, I've read makes But they've already had that conversation. They've already talked about it before. So they're going to pretend that they're going to have this new conversation well, for the cameras that we know they've already had because she I, talked about it in her book. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to play up that angle in the promotions, but everything I've read says, which is what I was thinking was going to be, is that she more or less comes in just to kind of be his voice of reason and talk through his emotions and blah, 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 you know, all of that. Um, because uh-huh, I, sure. To try to, to try to make him see, because I feel like, I mean, and in this regard, it makes sense because he's been through all of these seasons as a contestant. Like, he's done it so many times as a contestant, but all of a sudden, he's the one on the other side. And so she's supposed to come and be, like, his sounding board to talk through, like, what it's like to be on that side and sympathize with him and kind of help him get his, like, get get him focused. And I feel like, you know, I think that my prediction is that that's why I think he's going to send Corinne home because I think she's going to tell him, like, think long term, think big picture, think who you would see as your mother, the mother of your children, like whatever, like something more, more in that vein. And then he's going to be like, oh, bouncy castles and spending $3,000 shopping, probably not who I want to spend my life with when I am right now have no solid career. Well, who was the next person? Was it Corinne? Should we just move into talking about Corinne? Uh, No, actually, next is Rachel. Rachel? Yeah. So next we see Rachel, he goes to I. I think that's what I have. Yeah. And so they go to Dallas um, and we have the most, un- I think the most uncomfortable segment of any of the dates, which is him going to church. 
<laughs> and they kept talking. Um, I believe that he grew up Catholic, so he has been to church, but I guess this is just very different. I mean, it's very different from a Catholic church, obviously. I'm assuming he's Catholic because he has like 20 brothers and sisters. I could be wrong. I was assuming he's Catholic, but couldn't he also potentially be Mormon? I don't think he's Mormon. I think we'd know about that. I feel like we would too, though. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he is Catholic. I mean, I, I, mean, I just like his... It was so funny because like he walks in and his face just says, "Oh my gosh, where's the exit?" And, <laughs> and then like the voiceovers, I feel like it was both like him and Rachel. They kept like talking about how he was just so comfortable and they were so, so welcoming. So comfortable, and, and then like, the shady uh-uh. editors cut to him with his eyes open, hearing <laughs> the prayers. Like, oh my god, what is this going to stop? I don't want to It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I've we. Been- I feel like disappointed we needed, in them this season, but they, they came through for me there. I was going to say, I feel like we needed one uncomfortable moment because, I mean, I feel like even just the one seems like we got, like, we, we got, you know, um, cut short of how many uncomfortable moments you could have seen through this experience, so I think... Well, there was more yeah, than one. I mean, that was a true. highlight during as soon as the fair. I said that, I was like, <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, wait a minute, there's more to come, but, yeah. um, but that one was, I think one of the most awkward ones that I wasn't expecting, I should say, because I didn't think, I just didn't realize where she was going to take him, I guess. Yeah, it made um, me laugh. <laughs> so I thought, that, I thought that was great. I'm sure he was, was like... a big church. It was a very big church. It was a very big church, and I, it's just interesting to think, I mean, for all of the church services that we've been through, can can you imagine, like, having ABC come into church with you? Like, that's just, that's a weird... Thing. No, I can't even. I can't even imagine taking Daniel to one because yeah. he grew up. I mean, he's Jewish, so like he went to. It, it's just very different. <laughs> we, for 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 full disclosure, we grew up Southern Baptist, so I feel like the thought of I I, I just can't imagine any preacher and and not even just in our hometown church, any church service I've been to, like being like, sure, bring in the the crew and I'll talk about it basically in the middle of the sermon, not the sermon, but like as a part of the service. Like, I don't know. I could see them doing it. Can you? I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I could see if it was like, I don't know, some of the non-denominational churches I've been to, maybe, but, um, and I don't, I couldn't tell, obviously, what, um, what, what religion she is, but um, it was just, it was interesting. It was funny to I watch like his, his there is something about preachers, like, they like an audience, you know? That's true. Um, I think they would like the attention of the cameras. Yeah. Uh, it's so yeah. funny. It's so funny. So that was, was funny. that was that was that was that was that was just awesome. Um, <laughs> um, and the but the look on. Uh, oh wait, so she does say that the church was very important to her parents' relationship. Um, oh no, he said that actually. He says that it was very important to his parents' relationship, which I thought was interesting. Um, but it's not um, surprising to me, Laura. Why do you think they have so many kids? I don't know. They just look like they're so in love. They're just sure, like two little rabbits. Why. They're yeah. so in love, and they can just never remember the birth control. That's why. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, but the and the other the other point of this date where Nick's facial expression was just was just choice is the look on his face when he finds out he's not meeting her dad this day, which I yeah. thought, which I thought was interesting because um, I tweeted um, from our account that he actually did meet her dad. She um, just can't be on camera, and it makes sense because he's a federal yeah. judge. I mean, so. and, and like the way they played it, um, and I think Nick Nick in this piece said he tweeted about it. I didn't see his tweet, but um, uh, they they played it like he just had like a meeting or like a business obligation at the time they were taping. So then he met him separately. But I yeah, I feel like it was totally like it was totally that he just didn't want to be on camera, which is fine. And I guess we'll 
we'll see if it was, you know, that was the case, you know, what he does or chooses to do when it's Rachel's own season, right? I heard he's not going to be on it. I think her family's going to be on it, but he's not going to be on it. Which makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, I think not only is he a judge, but a federal judge, that's like a big deal. So I could see that that would just be a no-go to be on a reality show. Yeah, which I totally get. Yeah. Um... I don't really want our federal judges on The Bachelor. From yeah, I support real. that. I support that. Yeah. Um, but then we have her finally bring, bringing her, um, bringing him rather into what we were saying was was her sister's home. Um, yeah. And we have this whole like discussion about race and the fact that you know she's never seriously dated a white guy. You know he's never seriously dated a black girl. Um, you know, and she's definitely never brought like a white guy home. So there's like this whole discussion, but isn't her, her brother-in-law. Yes. I yeah. seen his face and he's white. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I mean, I guess I get why they just kind of wanted to come out and address it. Yeah. But the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, obviously this isn't new for your family because your sister's married to a white guy. Yeah. That, and that, it took me a while to confirm, like, I, I think I missed some of the introductions because at first I was like, who is yeah, I was like, who is this guy? And then, like, and then once I realized that had to be who it was, and I'm like, why are we even talking about this then? Because it's clearly not a problem. I mean, I guess they just want to make sure that's not a problem for him. Yeah, I could see that from from his angle, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know Mike Flyas was tweeting out, like, oh, things are about to get real, real about, like, the discussions that they were having on there. And um, I guess they kind of did, but... I. I mean, nothing Nothing too crazy happened as far as that discussion. I think they just wanted no. to make sure, is it an issue? Yeah, and clearly not. Um, his mom seemed to like, or her mom seemed to like him. I did like when they were sitting down to eat and they were like, do you recognize this food? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, we've all had, what was it, like okra and mac and cheese. And I don't, I don't know what they were eating, but no, it was all pretty were, straightforward, like southern food. Right? I think they were eating something else and she was talking about how she didn't like okra. And okra was there. Was okra it was there? Plate, yeah. I was like, you guys better not be talking smack about okra. Okra is the bomb. You know who hates? Oh, I know you love okra. I love but o- you know who hates okra? Who? Tom Clickio from Top Chef, and it comes up regularly on the show because oh, anytime funny. somebody cooks something with okra, they're like, "Oh, bold move." Tom hates okra. <laughs> <laughs> I love okra. Yeah. I can't be trusted with a whole container. I'll just like fry it up and eat it all in a corner. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. But that's funny. Yeah, they. I, I thought that her. I liked her family a lot, which it made me excited. Like about a whole season with her. Like I like her a lot, and I think seeing her in the family dynamic. I think that. Um, I just think her season's gonna be really good. I'm like, can yeah, we? Just, can I, we just start that one already? I just think it's gonna be an interesting season. Did we talk about their excuse for for pushing up the announcement? We talked about it a little bit last week. Well, they said clearly that they wanted to give time to cast things right. And I guess they're really yeah. trying to get more than the typical people who kind of would apply no matter who it is. Right. Um, so I don't know. I'm hoping next season is interesting. Yeah, it seems like from some of what I've been reading that they've had a, like a lot of new applications come in. So yeah. I hope that means that we're going to get some good ones for next year. Or next year. Ha <laughs> For next season. Next season. Yeah. Like right on top of this one. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I, the other thing that that was interesting about her family is her mom actually says that that she thinks Nick reminds her of Rachel's dad. I was like, I no, I doubt that. I like, somehow doubt that. <laughs> Nick on par with a federal judge? I don't think so. I like would love to know what she meant by that and what what qualities they might share because I just can't see. It's not like he's really 
I could maybe see if it was Ben. Yeah. If Ben was there and she said that because I think he has that kind of diplomatic, right? you know, politician's way of speaking. I don't, well, but, I don't buy that about Nick. I mean, we've seen as of this season that he can't explain himself to save his life. Totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, eh, not the same. I feel like, I feel like her, I feel like her dad as a federal judge is likely very well spoken and very well put together. And I feel like Nick mumbles sometimes can't like convey his thoughts at all. I feel like that alone <laughs> makes me be like, er, not on the same level. So anyway, I, yeah, I'd be curious to know what quality she's seeing, you know? But I just hope to God our next bachelor can enunciate because I'm so tired of the mumbling. <laughs> Marble mouths. Rachel, I want to meet your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and when he starts like trying to, when he gets kind of embarrassed, he starts trying to cover his mouth when he's talking. Oh, it's worse. I'm like, why are you making it even worse? <laughs> it's like take some deep breaths, then revisit the fact that you want to speak. You know, <laughs> just get it together. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He's the worst. The worst. Oh, so then we have Corinne. Yes, we do. Oh, my gosh. The so, date we were all waiting for. So Although, I, let's just get it out there. Raquel was kind of a letdown. Raquel was too serious. I know. I, she was a cutie. Like, I, I liked Raquel. She seems really nice and seems like she really does care about Corinne. But I don't know. I was just expecting more. Yeah, I, I think. And I mean. I mean, there's something, something to do with her. She was fine. No, but. there's something to be said for the fact that, like, she seriously cares about crazy Corinne like that's yeah nice. that's nice and I feel like you know I think something about seeing her I mean I think I still think the fact that they call her the nanny just feels a little weird but it um, is weird. but I mean I think you kind of understand why Corinne seems to think of her as like part of her family which I mean I, I'm glad we got to see that because I feel like otherwise it would have kind of made Corinne look kind of silly you know yeah so I mean not that she doesn't look uh, a little, does. yeah but you know you know what I'm saying like I think it added a layer of like okay I kind of get it a little better like I get Corinne a little better based on this which I think may, to me like whether he sends her home this this week or not kind of adds value to the season to me um, I mean I liked her more on the state yeah I kind I've of, been liking her more as the season goes along I just I mean I I kind of now see a little bit of what you know the I think it was the week of the the bouncy castle week um yes when Nick is like oh she's just really like lighthearted and fun like I kind of see her as a little bit more fun and relaxed in this environment and she doesn't seem quite so crazed for like can I steal you a minute can I steal you a minute like um, desperate for attention yeah, the way that she is just, when there's so many people there I mean she still is desperate for attention yeah well, but, but I but. you know but I mean I did, um, so I lived in Miami for, gosh, three and a half, four years, I think. Um, and I thought I it was- I really like, miss you living, I mean, I'm really happy you live here because uh, I see much more often, but I miss having an excuse to go to, to, go Miami, to Miami all the time. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting that this is where she chose to take him. Like, I hate this shopping mall. What shopping mall was it's it? It's the Ball Harbor shops. It's the snobby shops. Of course it is. Well, where else is she going to get $3,000 sweatpants, Laura? I don't know. I mean, it just, I, there's so many things to do in Miami and like choosing to do this with your time. I felt like to me, it was just like showing him that she has money. Like that's the only thing that came out of this. Like, I mean, and they, Which, they, 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 is they, it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Because it could be, go two ways where he's like, all right, I really like for her to spend some of this sweet cash money on me. Or he could just be like, I'm never going to make enough money to buy her $3,000 sweatpants, even if he makes a lot of money. I mean, he talked like that. And I feel like that ultimately I think is what he walks away with. Um, cause I mean, like, I just, 
I thought it was an interesting choice because most guys are not super into shopping, right? Um, So it's like, that's what you're going to do with your fun time. I mean, they could have gone to the beach. Like, he would have loved going to the beach. Um, They could have taken, like, surf lessons or I don't know. There's so many other things you can do in Miami. Like, there's, there's, there's such amazing food in Miami that the place that they chose to go, I was like, I don't, I don't actually know that place. It looked, it looked Italian, maybe. I don't know. There's just, I feel like there's such great, like Cuban food. Or, yeah. Like, there's just it was not a choice. So it just, it seemed weird that that would be the choice. Um, I mean, it's so close to go down to like the keys. Like there's so many things they could have done. They could have done so much more with this date. So I just thought running around, trying on clothes, like, and spending all this money on him where, where, I mean, the whole like friction point <laughs> of like, the guys and the girls and the fact that she's throwing all this money and he probably yeah. couldn't buy that himself. I feel like that just puts him in a weird place. And then it does. Like, and she knows, and she should know going in that like he can either be comfortable with that or that can make him really uncomfortable. And that can totally like not be in her favor. And I just feel like that was a weird choice all around. So. I can't tell if she's trying to win him over by being like, Oh, I'll be your sugar mama. And she didn't even discuss it at some point with her dad that she was okay being the person with the money in the relationship. Right. Which I feel like have I, I feel like they've had such lighthearted conversations that I feel like she doesn't know where he stands on that and yeah. was just was just kind of like well I just this is what I want to do so we're going to do this you know and and not really thinking through what her what her decision was was implying to him I guess I don't know like the crazy what was it eight hundred dollars sweatpants uh, it was more than that I think was it was it? like over a thousand because she spent three thousand dollars and it was basically sweatpants and a sweatshirt right I don't it was yeah. nothing. I mean, I thought, I mean, I, sometimes I look at his stuff and I'm like, mm, but like, I feel like whatever she chose for him, I did think, I mean, it was crazy amount of money and it was kind of basic stuff, but it did look really nice on him. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know the brand that they bought. I have no idea. I, I wrote I, it down I and I still it. was like, I don't even know if I wrote it down right. Um, but she says, I mean, I guess she does couch this whole like, this whole uh, decision to do this for the day as this is an ordinary day for her. Um, so I don't know. But, Do we really think she spends thousands of dollars at a time on a regular basis? I think she wants him to think that she's well off and wanted to reiterate that with this. And I don't, I don't think she regularly spends this amount, but I think she wants him to think that if she wanted to, she could. Uh, I, yeah, this date did make me curious. Does she have as much money as she's talking yeah. like she has? I mean, she... Don't get me wrong, their apartment is really nice, but is it nice enough that you can go out and spend, like, $3,000 on sweatpants all the time? Yeah, I don't know. I know it has a beach view, and I'm sure that costs a lot, but, but I mean, they're not in some kind of huge, crazy penthouse. No, but I think from looking at properties in Miami, I know that that, I mean, that does make it much more expensive based on the view. Um, If it's... You know, if it's in one of the, I mean, and part of I, part of what I wondered was if by virtue of going to the Ball Harbor shops, if yeah. that meant that that's kind of the area where she lives, in which case, I mean, that's like close Very to like expensive. central prime area. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, to have a, a space that's that big, um, you know, definitely would cost in line with like a really nice house in other places. So I guess um, it just looks a little dated. Yeah, it did look a little dated, but maybe that's just her family's style. I don't know. Maybe. And do they all live there? Does she live? I guess she still lives at home, and her sister still lives at home. And yeah, that's what it sounded like. Does Raquel live there full time? I think so. I mean, she the way she talked about it gave me that impression. I don't know if she explicitly said it though. I'm trying to remember. So I don't know. Um, I was left with a lot of questions at the end of this day. 
I was also very offended that they're drinking that, that um, Nick and Raquel's dad, not Raquel's dad, haha, um, <laughs> Corinne's dad, were drinking like fifteen-year-old scotch with all those ice cubes. That <laughs> I was like, I, I like that I was watching it and, and Topher was paying no attention. But when that happened, he was like, Perked up. he was like, seriously, seriously, he was so mad. Seriously, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, they, they do say that Raquel's been with the family for 17 years. Um, Corinne keeps saying, which I think, which makes me a little sad. Um, she said this in other episodes. She says that Nick is the kind of guy she's never seen herself worthy of having. Like, Aww. like that made me sad. Like, value yourself a little more, girl. You, you, you deserve yeah. better. I mean. Can't, money can't buy self-esteem, Laura. I mean, it's like if, if you have a position. I mean, obviously we question whether <laughs> she's. Really, the business owner, right? It seems like she's in sales, has some sort of. She's probably. Um, I feel like she flits in and out, you know, when she's not yeah. doing her modeling, because apparently she she's a model, right? But it's like <laughs> very short model. But regardless of what she does, she's doing sales of some sort, and likely is set up to own this business at some point, right? So I get yeah. that. So it's like, give yourself some credit, girl. You know, like don't. She just seems like she's really grasping for like a good guy. Like, give yourself a little credit. Well, you can definitely tell that the confidence is not always their confidence. Yeah. Um, and then her dad is just like, her, I, I think it's funny that out of all the, well, no, so I guess it's her dad and then we'll get to Vanessa's dad, similar, um, are the ones out of the discussions that all of, they have with all the families that are kind of yeah. like, what is this guy going to do for himself after this show? And I thought, I, or I he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars and he's going to sell teas that make you shit your pants. <laughs> we all know this. No, he, <laughs> he wants to be on Dancing with the Stars. They don't want him, right? I think they passed him over for this. I really season. hope not. Yeah. That at least is what, is what, what I've read. But I feel I'll, like the last one who was on there was Farmer Chris, I who know. I also hated. And it's like, out of all of them, like, we didn't care to see him on there. Like, they, they no. made a poor choice. Poor choice, ABC. Um, but, um, you know, I did like that this episode, unlike some of the other hometown dates, like, they were, like, I don't feel like there's been another season where we focused on that so much. And I think that's a good question. I think a lot of the families get wrapped up into just kind of being responsive and, and not really pushing on some of that. And it's like, what is he going to do? That's a good question. Like, especially. It is a good question. You know, I mean, he's, you know. Corinne's dad is, is asking, I guess, because whether, like we said, whether she's doing this now or will be later, like she has, there's this family business and it's kind of like, what is he bringing to the table besides the fact that, you know, he now has crazy abs and is parading yeah. around doing interviews. Like, what does he have to bring to the table? He's going to make a living um, taking Instagram photos where he's just casually drinking coffee <laughs> while not wearing a shirt and who knows who's taking the picture. And that brings some value, right? That brings some value <laughs> to, to his daughter's future. That is apparently a legitimate career now. Uh, I do kind of miss the days on The Bachelor before social media really kind of changed things because now I feel like they all come in thinking, oh, I don't have to work after this. Yeah. Which is and that true. didn't really used to be the case. So we used to have more, I feel like, normal people. Well, and which I loved, I guess it was... This was last night. My my days run together these days. But um, I think it was last, yes, well, I guess yesterday afternoon I was watching Ellen and caught, um, Rachel was on there actually. And she says that, um, you know, like she, in between taping for The Bachelor and taping her season of Bachelorette, she's returned back and she's doing cases at, you know, Good. at her law firm. And it seems like her intention is after this is all over with, she wants to continue practicing law. Which That's I really like. what I want. Like, I would be so, I was so sad when Andy dumped being a lawyer so she could pretend that she was sewing dresses or like, I don't, you remember when she showed up, did we talk about this? Yes. Like a premiere wearing like a yep. burlap sack? Yep. Like, 
no, just go back to being a lawyer. I, I mean, don't, I don't like it. And I feel like there's some there's some folks from you know Bachelor Nation that have basically um, pretty much returned back to their life, but still yeah. dabble in the other. And I think that's fine. But like, to that's what I would do because if somebody wants to pay me a hundred thousand dollars no. for an Instagram post, I would draw the line at the T's. Well, I like that's why I thought that. Um, that post, I think it was from, from Twitter that Alexis did, which was kind of like, I'm going to start being a product for uh, Don't Judge Me Guys, was amazing because it's She's like, so funny. I know it's like, I, I just, I thought that was funny. So like now if she posts stuff, I'm just going to laugh about it versus being like, oh, she's selling out guys. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I liked her honesty because I feel like, I mean, it's, it's hard if you have like over a hundred thousand or, or 50,000, whatever followers on some of these channels and people approach you, I mean... Why not? I mean, I feel like I would do it if it was a product that I feasibly could be interested in. Like when people do something for like Blue Apron or meal delivery services or, or like, something okay. that I could see myself actually using. But I just, I can't, I could never do those teas that give you diarrhea. I just like, I can't do that. Well, and it's funny because I think about it in the context of, so, I mean, I have a significantly less social following, um, but yeah. I've had, I've had this one company keeps reaching out to me wanting to wanting to um, work with me, and it's like a teeth whitening company. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I'm like, I am drinking a lot of coffee now that I have a baby. But I'm like, would I be selling out? And, like, the struggle is real. And I feel like, I feel like, I feel like these contestants, some of them have no filter, and it's just like, what do you want me to do? Sure. Like, yeah. shakes and whatever. Okay. So, yeah. um, but anyway, I like. I like gummy bear, hair care, vitamins, or whatever right. those things are. <laughs> Sugar bear, right? But I liked oh, that. Um, I liked that. You know, Rachel seems pretty grounded in that regard, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, so I feel like with with Corinne, I think you know her dad was just worried about the whole like breadwinner like friction point of Corinne. It's kind of the main point of of um, of income, and I he mentions that too to Nick. Um, so. Like he basically Which says, is a little awkward. Yeah, he's basically like, if you're not going to be successful, are you okay with, you know, her being the breadwinner, basically? It was a very weird conversation. Um, and then Corinne's dad basically drinks the rest of this 15-year-old single malt scotch, which is really nice. Um, drinks it like it's a shot at the, yeah. end, at the end of that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just the, the most painful way to end this segment. Um, but I have yeah. to say, though, I could see her winning. I, it's funny, like, as this progresses, I could see, I could see her winning. I think it depends on what he decides he wants, you yeah. know? And I mean, I think at this point, I mean, I feel like a little bit more than with Ben's season, I feel like he has different types of connections with them, and I could see him going either, like, anyway, you know? Yeah, I'm actually, I mean, obviously we know Rachel doesn't win, but I'm actually yeah. not sure, because for a long time I thought Vanessa was going to win, and now I'm just kind of confused where we're going with that. But I think they did it on purpose, too. Because I guess I guess yeah. we can go into cause our last uh, hometown date. I feel Vanessa. like we've yeah, discussed Corona already. Yeah, uh, so, like, so Vanessa, we had kind of two hometown dates because we got to see both sides of her family. Yeah. Um, and hers is, I think, I think it probably was was more serious in general, but part of me wonders if they edit it to make it look, at more, look more serious so that we're kind of like, oh... Is he going to be uncomfortable with, with this hometown date and, and question his choice of her and, and send her home? You know, I think, I think. Yeah, but they, they were successful because now I am really I questioning. Know. <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, on the one hand, so 
I guess we're skipping ahead a little bit. So, so we go and we meet her students, her special yes, ed, like yes. um, her special education students that she teaches, uh, and they all seem to love her so much. And I'm sitting there thinking, is she really going to move away from Montreal to go to LA, which is I'm sure where he wants to be? Yeah, which I think is a lot to ask of her, especially. I feel like I, you know, I have um, some friends who work with special needs children, and I feel like you have. It's like it's not just like leaving students; it's like a really special connection. Um, yeah, I mean, one of them was crying because she yeah. was back. So I think that's a huge ask of 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 someone in that position, and I mean, I'm sure that's what the ask would be by him. And I yeah. and I don't know, like, I like, and ultimately, if she's chosen, I guess she would be. I guess she's basically saying she's open to that, but I feel it just makes me sad. Um, and then it makes me wonder almost if him meeting them would be a negative for her because he would be like, I'd feel bad to make her do that. Like kind of like him sending home Christina early because he was like, she's been through so much and I know I like, yeah. So same kind of thing. So it's like, would that be a factor here? Um, I mean, it makes me wonder because have we talked about the fact that she was an actor? We talked about it briefly. She's the one, right. Who um, also was in those videos for like video games. Was she? Yeah, she was in some sort of YouTube series about oh. video games, which to sure. me is just not in line with her personality at all. But. Yeah, and she has an IMDb page. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we mentioned that she so was in some wonder, show. Are, I don't, I don't know. I guess who the real Vanessa is. And I don't, yeah, I don't feel like we do because I mean, you see what's on the show, then we see this other layer to her, and obviously she has a strong family connection. We'll talk about it in a second, but like her fa- her family is super protective of her, which I feel like does like that that feels weird for someone who's done acting. Like that just I mean, not that not, yeah. not that actors' families can't be like really close to the person like this, but it just that that's such a different kind of environment to be in that like the level of perfect protectiveness just doesn't line up with that to me. And presumably if she had done this in the past, she wasn't always living in Montreal. Yeah. So Uh, I'm just kind of confused, I guess what her motivations are and going on the show. Is it to kind of get back into acting and to leave Montreal and to do something else? Or is it to, you know, I mean, ostensibly meet somebody and hopefully stay in Montreal. Yeah. But you gotta say it doesn't happen very often on the Bachelorette, like or on the Bachelor. The Bachelor doesn't typically move to where they are. No, I would love to see. I think the only one who I think was really open to it was Ben. Like Ben was kind of like, yeah. I mean, I think he, I think he didn't. And yet they're still where he was, right? Because wasn't he already out in Denver? Yeah, he was there. I think I think he was open to it, and she was already wanting to leave her job, basically. Yeah. So I think it just made more sense. Like, she just offered, basically, but he was open to it. And I think usually they don't seem so open to it at all. Yeah, I don't think Nick is. Or if they say they are, you look at them, and you're like, your eyes say no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> your mouth is saying yes, but your face is saying no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then, yeah, they, they had the kids make, like, a scrapbook of photos. Or I shouldn't say kids, like her students. Um, make a scrapbook of, of photos of their relationship, and that was really cute. Um, and then we bring him home, um, and the first they go, I guess it's to his to her mother's side first, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and her family is is so important to her, she says. And then the last person that they met, I guess, it was like a big breakup for her. And we hear about that so much throughout this portion of the date um, of of the week. Which I don't think we'd really heard about before, right? I mean, we knew that she had. I, guess, I think that she'd mentioned that she'd had a breakup, but it just, the way they keep talking about it, it Makes almost... Makes it seem 
like more serious than she was making it sound and more yeah. decent, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so that just, it just, I mean, I, I can, I understand, I guess, them being really protective of her and that being an element of that conversation, but it just seemed like such a focus that it almost made me a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I guess I have this noted. I don't remember this. Does he meet two of her best friends? Were they at the table? I don't know. There were a lot of people there and they all kind of blurred together for me. Yeah. So I had that <laughs> noted. So I guess he did. I don't remember. Um, yeah. But, and they're all just, like, selling, selling Vanessa that she has so much to offer, which I think we, I mean, we think that she does, too. I think she's, yeah. I mean, whether, whether there's portions of these um, weeks episode that they've kind of slanted to make her look even more positive, I do think she has, like, she, she seems like, underneath it all, is a good person. Um, that yeah, she, I know some of them think that she's fake and maybe she is kind of snotty. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to totally know, but I, I still do think she's too good for Nick. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. I mean, and he, and she, she's talking to her brother and, and your brother's nervous about Vanessa uprooting her life for this guy. And, um, yeah, I mean, they, they all are talking about this breakup. Um, and then the sister, you know, sister seems super protective. Um, you know, and it's at, and the sister starts pushing about like, what are you doing after this? Um, and you know, she mentions kind of like the fact that her sister is is being open to this potential yeah. future with someone that she has no idea where she stands with, and all of this stuff seems like not like her because she's such a planner and like seeing ahead, like plans things way in advance, and that being open to this just doesn't sound like who she is, which, which is valid. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. I I like her sister a lot. Yeah, she had, like, a nice big family. It was kind of cool to see that. And then um, she went over to her dad's house. uh, And he was a little harder on Nick. (laughs) Which I (laughs) I thought was totally fair. It's like, oh, you're you're asking all of these other, like, parents for permission, too. Right. I know it's a show. um, But he didn't really seem to like it too much, which is fair enough. Totally. Uh, but the funny part, I guess, I mean, was there anything else to really talk about, about with her dad? Because Um, I guess he mentions to, to Vanessa that Nick said that he asked the other parents to, and she does not like that. No, she basically, she says her, her words exactly were that it would be a game changer if he's asked the other parents. And then her dad says he did ask them and then her face falls and it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't know if because of the way that the season has apparently gone and, and that they've been kind of editing out all of his preferential treatment of her, that she really just thought, oh, I've got this in the bag. He's not going to even, you know, take these other ones that seriously. Yeah, probably. Which, spoiler alert for Vanessa, he's going to sleep with two other people. And, and he coming. asked three other people if they could, <laughs> if he could marry their daughter. Yeah. Uh, that's how the show goes. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and I thought after like that was discussion with her dad, I really thought the episode was going to end and that the ending was going to be. And then, you know, we have our our cliffhanger was going to be that, you know, she was going to confront him about that or say something. But I mean, she doesn't say anything to him, which I think says something for how the contestants feel like they can't be really honest with him about some of their emotions because they're afraid that he's going to then be like, well, she's, 
you know, too difficult or whatever. I, I feel like she does feel like, and she has been, and we've seen even with the editing, we've seen her like challenge him on a lot throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that I think she just didn't feel comfortable challenging him on this point because I guess she thought it was too big and thought that, you know, at this, this point that it was too late to maybe, maybe bring that up. I just thought that was interesting because I thought she was going to say something. But they were kind of editing this thing at the end to make you think, oh, wait, it's not Andy, it's Vanessa that's going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. And does she talk to him too and we just don't see it? I I didn't understand what I was even looking at. I mean, it was basically just kind of like her walking out with him to the car and he gets in the car and like it's kind of was like a non-conversation almost. They didn't say anything, right? I don't know. I think so. I was confused what I was watching. I probably should have rewound it. I do do think you're right, though. I think they show, like, her walking down the hallway, Andy, and it does look like it could maybe be Vanessa. So I think they wanted you to think that. So you're right. Maybe they – I mean, who knows? Maybe she said more to him then, and, like, it'll come up, like, in her talking to the cameras next week. Yeah, I'm wondering if next week we see her talking to him and Andy talking to him. Maybe you're right. I didn't think about them. I forgot about that that they were yeah. try- that they were trying to lie to us there. I mean, I feel like yeah, I think they wanted sneaky, us sneaky. to think yeah that she was going to potentially like decide to leave or something, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess that's where they leave us with the to be continued. Dot dot dot. I know. Angry, angry, angry. So much angry. Did you Although- see that Juan Pablo was like, "Oh, do you recognize that like grisly hand or?" <laughs> <laughs> No. I forget how he said it, but basically that <laughs> And I think he tweeted that at uh, Josh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, I didn't, and it was actually the, because the, I know there's like the fake Juan Pablo, so it was the real Juan Pablo. I believe account. so, yeah. Amazing. No, I hadn't Because Josh that. responded to it. He just kind of laughed it off. But, uh, uh, so that made me laugh. And then, and then uh, people have really been getting into it with Nick on Twitter. Oh, really? Like, what is, what uh, is- Sean Lowe keeps kind of ragging on him. And then uh, Nick was tweeting back at him something like, I guess you're just impressed with yourself 24-7 or something along oh, those I lines. Oh, I did see that. Yes, I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, I already saw it because I sent it to you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oops, yes. I think and Olivia. He got into it with Olivia, too. Yeah, and like Olivia tweeted at him like the gif of her saying, come at me, bro, I was dying. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. I'm like, don't miss, don't mess with Olivia. Olivia. Yeah, like, and she didn't even say anything that mean anyway. She was just doing her usual thing of live tweeting the episode. I think Sean came for a little more, but he could have left Olivia alone. Yeah, totally. It's like, come on. I was um, I on the same. By the way, the same Ellen episode was really funny. They had John Mayer on, and yeah. Ellen and I didn't know this. I or maybe I knew this and had forgotten. Who knows? I feel like we read so much about this stuff that sometimes it sticks and sometimes you forget. But um, apparently, John Mayer is a big um, Bachelor fan. Which <laughs> I can see that. Which Ellen Ellen seemed to know. Um, and they were talking, and I, I'm not clear if Ellen used to own a home and sold it, and then John Mayer has it. That's what they seem to be implying. But anyway. Um, uh, she, can we get him on as The Bachelor? He doesn't seem to be doing that so, much these days. That's what I was going to say. She was talking about, like, you know, I know you love the show. Have you watched it? And he said he watched the first few episodes, and he's like, I just kind of want to watch the season, like, condensed. He said, I don't really want to sit here and watch two hours every week. It doesn't, yeah. He said, it doesn't need to be two hours, and, like, I don't have time for all this filler. Like, just just cut to the chase, and, like, because I, I like the premise of the show. Like, basically, just, like, speed it up. And then she was like, what It's about- a lot sometimes. I think it could be at least an hour and a half. And Bachelor in Paradise does not need to be four hours every week. That's a lot. 
Although, it's a lot for me. Although some of it, some of it's pretty funny. And like, if you, if you slimmed it down, I feel like you yeah. know, it's a little of that. So it's somewhere in the middle, maybe. I guess I kind of wish they just spread it out more, you know, like it would be a longer season with shorter episodes. Yeah. Like maybe have it drag on for, for more weeks, but yeah, yeah because it really does go by pretty quickly. The, We're almost done. I don't like the twice a week. It's just, it's aggressive. I don't like it either. I don't know how we're going to be able to do that. Oh, my God. You feel you're aggressive. I feel like I'll be downloading the episodes on my phone to watch on New Jersey Transit. Like, um, yes, you will. You know, I, I did that one week, and it was it was the best decision ever, although. I um, like to stream them on Hulu, although the reception's not always that great on the train, just to stick it to AT&T, who keeps trying to get me to give up my unlimited data plan. I, yeah, I'm with you. They're like, oh, <laughs> You, you, you don't really need this, right? Okay, fine. If you do, we're going to charge you more money again. Like, they keep upping the price. But, yeah, the reception's so bad. So I, like, just sucked it up, and I was like, all right, there goes a $1.99, whatever. Yeah. But, but it's um, not a long season, so I don't think it would cost that much to buy. No. It's just nice to have the convenience of, like, being able to watch it whenever I have a moment. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Bachelor in, Par- Bachelor in Paradise can be aggressive. But I also – that the – I find Bachelor in Paradise so much fun in general. So. It's hilarious. That really, my only quibble is that it's two times a week. I was reading something though that said that in a few weeks, like whenever, whenever she, you know, whenever she ends up going off, which uh, I feel like if that's the case, then that means she can't win. That Who? that uh, about Corinne, like saying that like that she's one of the first people that they announced to be on Bachelor in Paradise is what something I read. Oh, said. did they announce that? Well, you know what they like. It's, I mean, they've already announced um, Rachel, obviously, for the Bachelorette. So they yeah. start. I re- remember. I feel like which season they can't announce it? two because then it makes it very clear that it's either Raven or Vanessa, which is what I think the final no, two. No, I don't think be. they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna announce until she goes home. Like whenever she goes home, I think they would do the announcement if that's. I did see that she was hanging out with Chad. I saw a picture with Olivia, Corinne, and Chad. I think. Which I'm Chad. just gonna keep it real. She could do much better than Chad. I worry that her self-esteem, based on her comments, is low enough that she might actually hook up with Chad, but she could do much better. She could do better. Lace could do better. Every woman on the show could do better. Well, I think it's more, it's not so much that that she's hanging out with him, per se. I think it's that they're playing up their, like, villain, like, casting, basically. Yeah, I just keep hearing everybody say that they need to get together, and I'm like, no, don't do it. I don't, I want him to go to paradise and everybody just to be like, you know what? Nope. Not interested. Yeah. So, yeah. I um I don't know. Did you read any other like that? I feel like all of the news that I've read is kind of related to the current season, so I talked about yeah. it a little bit. No, that's about it. That's about it. I feel like yeah, I feel like fantasy suites should be an interesting week. I feel like I mean, I have to applaud Nick. He's made it to fantasy suites before um deciding to, you know, have sex with somebody. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that's way more than I thought he was capable of. So. All right. Let's make predictions, though, because we know that um, Rachel's going to be there because we snow week, but we see but I mean, her but I mean, we know in Finland. We so know, we know she's coming through to next week. We know she's not winning. Yeah, I think we know she's not winning. And I think I think she's I think she. So are we talking who we think is going home before Fantasy Suites? Yes, because they didn't let us know because there was a cliffhanger. <laughs> I know. I, I, even though I feel like their date went, went really well, I think it's Corinne. I think, I think the fact that, you know, I think that his, her father's, like, discussion about her being the breadwinner went on to yeah. a, 
such a degree. And I feel like the fact that they, the whole, like we were talking about like the shopping thing, I just feel like all of that together probably made him a little bit uncomfortable. And he's like, you know, she's the lighthearted one, but then it comes with all of this like serious extra baggage that I don't think he's ready to deal with all of that. So I feel like he's going to send her home. I think it's the most likely thing, yeah. but I'm still not totally counting her out. There's definitely a possibility she's I mean, around. I mean, I think that that, I mean, that's my thinking and I think it would be logical for him to send her home, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like I didn't, I mean, I feel like, like you were saying, I think I take her much more seriously as a contender than I ever thought I would. Like, cause they do yeah. seem to have a good connection. So I feel like. Cause the state, I thought like, I still kind of think she's going home, but I could also see her winning. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah. So. To be determined. I have a feeling she goes home. Then Rachel goes home. Yep. Then it's down to Raven and Vanessa. That's what I think. And Vanessa wins. That's exactly what I think. So, so I've been staying away from spoilers, but that is my personal feeling of what happens. I've been doing much better staying away from Bachelor spoilers than I did for Nashville spoilers. I don't know if you watched Oh, that. I don't know what's happening, so don't tell me because I'm like three or four seasons behind. Well, don't look at the internet because, oh my I, gosh. Yeah, I stay away from the internet. Well, Anytime I see like a headline on something I don't want to know about, I just click away. Well, this is one of the... This is one of the worst I've seen because I was looking at Twitter stuff um, much more for Bachelor updates, and um, I think it was Variety, like, just tweeted, like, this huge spoiler that ruins the entire show. And, yeah. And, and it was funny because I was, I was over at our parents' house, and my, uh, my mom was watching the show, and she says something like, oh, like, like they're, they're playing this off, like, this is going to be what happens. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen because someone just yeah. tweeted this. And yeah. it, just, it makes me so cranky. So I feel like people people in Bachelor universe, I think, are more respectful. Like, usually you see spoiler or something that'll yeah. lead to it. Like, you can find the stuff, but it's, it's not. It's like you like, know it's out there, but people don't, like, push it on you. I feel like the, the only, and this is why I like looking at top tweets versus, like, all tweets. Because it's usually, like, a random fan who will tweet something they read on Reality Steve. But, I mean, most of the outlets don't publish it in their content, yeah. which I appreciate. Um, I do try to go through the other ones because you, you find some gems in there. But you can find, I've seen people tweet like major spoilers in there. So I guess I've been lucky because I tread, haven't seen that. Tread lightly. I will, I will. <laughs> so I think, I guess that's it for Hometown. That is, it is. And next week on the Fantasy Suites in Finland. Yes, yeah, so next week, you know, I'll make sure to do a little bit of uh, looking in advance so we can have some, you know, sultry romantic music for our podcast episode <laughs> for the fantasy suite <laughs> fantasy suite i am excited that we're going to finland because i like that we're finally getting i you know these island places are beautiful but they're not always unique you know they don't really go into yeah. like the culture of a place or you know I, it's a pretty beach i get it yeah but not to say those places don't have that but we don't really see it I think it's been kind of fun because even if we've gone to like a beachy place, like this season they went to Bimini, which we were like, Mer. like so it was something that we hadn't seen before. Well, apparently it's part of the Bahamas. I know it's part of the Bahamas, but like it's it's a slightly, I don't know, it was like kind of a smaller town. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, yeah. And I think you know right now there's so much discussion of and like a lot of people traveling to like Iceland, so it's kind of fun that this is Finland, so it's a little different. So yeah. I like that. So so I'll give ABC some props on the on the, the itinerary for travels this season. I'm into it. I still think Juan Pablo had the best one. Oh, but. hands down. Like, he was all over the place. That was I mean, they went all over Asia, right? 
they they spent all this money. I, I probably did it because he was like this professional soccer player, whatever. Yeah. But they spent all this money traveling around with with what is you know probably one of the worst bachelors ever. Like that really depends on how you look at it. Because I, I would say the best bachelor. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's the worst as, best bachelor. Yeah, they hate him. But we love to hate him. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I guess we will see you next week for Fantasy Suites. We will indeed. I can't wait. Bye. Bye.